All right, Alexander, let's answer the questions from the live stream with the great Robert Barnes. And let's start off with Christos's uh, super, super chat saying thank you. Thank you, Christos, for that. Uh, Dirty Dangles sent us the super chat about the books. I work hard and read books every day on different skills and associate with many young men who do the same. My knowledge of history and geopolitical issues is based off of articles, videos, and video games. Not good. What are some good books I could read and share with the next generation? I think you and Robert uh, answered that question very well. Absolutely. I don't know if there's any additional book that you want to mention or no, I'm not, we haven't I'm not covered. To, I'm, not, I'm not going to add now, but as I said, just to repeat again, anything by A.J.P. Taylor on European history is extremely good. And perhaps there's one book that I would mention, actually, which is Taylor's book on the origins of the Second World War which is controversial, but I find very interesting. And again, is a very, very good piece of diplomatic history. And um, you could also add Dominic Levin's book, Vers la Flamme, sorry, it's a French title, but it's about Russian foreign policy on the eve of the First World War. The Russians are the only people who provided us with full access to their archives in terms of what was going on in Mos in St. Petersburg just before the First World War. And that provides us perhaps the best information there is about the diplomacy of that, of those crucial weeks that led up to the First World War. All right. Elza says it's hard to be the adult in the White House. <laughs> are there dealer any? says I didn't I didn't whether are there any. are any actually. Death Dealer says the neocons need to realize a war with Iran will not help the United States, and they are basically going to get our military, our U.S. military killed. How is this going to benefit the neocons and the Biden White House? The, the neocons do not think in that way. You are absolutely right. You're completely correct. It will not benefit the United States. The neocons, however, believe that it will benefit themselves. It will assist them in the power battles in Washington, and of course it is consistent with their ideology. Remember what I've always said, no reverse gear. That's how these people work. Ricardo Afonso sent us a super sticker. Thank you for that. Um, Sanjeva says, the amazing Robert Barnes with the outstanding Duran, I am in heaven. Thank you, Sanjeva, for that. Rocky Lux says, Robert, when the corruption in Washington is so institutionalized and malicious, how realistic is it that the corruption can be truly defeated? It can be defeated. I mean, it has happened before. We mustn't despair. There was a period in the late 19th century when there was a lot of corruption in America and Americans came together and there was a lot of reform at that time. And there were some things that were done, which I personally think were mistaken. I mean, the temperance movement, which evolved into prohibition, was very much a part of that fight back against corruption in America at that time. And I think that was a mistake. And I think it create, created a different type of corruption. But overall, I think there were big gains done then. And the overall moral and political climate in the United States was improved. So it can be done but it's going to be very, very difficult. The one thing I'm going to say is I've gradually come to the view that of all the Western countries, the so-called Western democracies, 
The only place it can happen is the United States. If it doesn't happen there, it won't happen anywhere else. Sparky says denazify Israel. Uh, KM says Trump can mass fire deep state January 2025, but the Capitol Police got $3 billion a year budget, nationwide offices, and army surveillance blips. NGOs are fully funded. Executive branch can't touch them. You know, you know something? You're, you are correct about this. I mean, Donald Trump has the right as president of the United States, if he is elected, to fire anyone in the federal in the federal service now there might be you know legal claims and compensation claims and things of that kind but basically they serve at his will he is the only elected official within the executive branch and they are there to serve and assist him i don't think he ever fully understood that when he was president uh, before and I don't think, of course, he knew exactly whom to put in their place. I hope this time he'll be a lot better organized. Pasha says, at Elsa, said it's hard to be the adult in the White House. Another perspective is that it's nearly impossible not to be the adult there. Well said. Uh, Ricardo says the best story to explain modern geopolitics is the rabbi of Prague and his Gollum, not a book, but a good cautionary tale. By the way, Absolutely. it's not the Jews. Absolutely. It's, it's a very good tale. It's from the 17th century, and it's about uh, a rabbi who created a golem, a creature, uh, a kind of robot, if you like. This is a 17th century story, mind you, to protect the Jewish people. Uh, it's a very interesting story. You can follow it up. There's a church in Prague where the golem is supposed to be uh, hidden in the attic. People have searched the attic many times and surprise, surprise, they can't find it there. But anyway, it's an interesting story. Uh, Didapong says, Robert, can you explain the concept of nullification and how it relates to what is transpiring in Texas? Uh, Robert, Robert answered Robert that. Robert went into great detail about that, yeah. He went into detail on that. Uh, D. Pierce says, is not better for the West to spread too thin and fail everywhere now as opposed to dialing back for later. Dangerous game, but they are exhausting themselves of future capability against BRICS and others, no? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, I think conserve your resources. Think think before you act. So, you know, take a deep breath and all that. But of course, neocons don't work like this because neocons don't believe that the United States needs to conserve its resources, because neocons don't worry about resources. That's not what concerns them. Peter Jackson says, can the U.S. deep state do to Trump, uh, Le Pen, Orban, what it has already done to Imran Khan and his uh, foreign minister? I, I believe Robert answered that as well. But I don't know if you want to say something about that. Well, I think the answer is, I think they will try of course, Pakistan has a much, much weaker tradition of civic and institutional constraints, legal and uh, political constraints, than Western democracies do, so-called Western democracies do. But of course, it's eroding here all the time. And they will try. They are trying in the United States with all these legal cases that they've been bringing against Donald Trump. But so far, it hasn't been working.
Pandora says, how can the president federalize the National Guard if they are constitutionally state and federal already on duty for their state? Wouldn't that be power grab of the military? Uh, Robert mm-hmm. answered that. Bob Brown's answered that one, yeah. Valerie said, uh, have you all ever done an in-depth video on Navalny or the state of the oligarchy in Russia post-Putin? I would definitely be interested in the Duran exploring those topics. We we covered Navalny extensively years ago when he was an important figure in, the, in Russia. I mean, I wrote articles about him at that time, which you can find on our site. Um, and I would just explain exactly who he was. If you want a really good article from me about Navalny, one which I still think is perhaps the best insight into his personality, then, um, uh, you know, type into uh, um, Google, you know, Navalny Mercurius, and you probably get an analysis that I did of the Kirovles case on which he was convicted, I believe, in 2013. And you see, it sets out very clearly there the kind of things that he was doing in a provincial town in Russia, the kind of games he was playing there. And it will give you a very good insight into the sort of man he is. Bill says, does anyone know how many members of the U.S. State Department hold dual citizenship with Israel? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm sure somebody knows, but I don't. I'm sure that's that's easy to find. Uh, Agu said, concerned about Davos implying they accepted Trump presidency. I worry it's a lie meant to distance themselves from ongoing plans they conceived to get rid of him. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure you're right. Uh, Brulaham says, can the Alexes and Robert discuss the Israel-Palestine-Yemen-Lebanon-Syria-Iran conflict and the recent court judgments by the ICJ and potential criminal charges to follow? Well, that... We've done it. We've done videos on this. Absolutely. At great length, actually. Yeah. Just uh, recently, uh, maybe like just a recently, week ago. Yeah. Uh, look for the link. Yeah, yeah you'll find it. Uh, Tyler Durden says, if the U.S. attacks Iran directly, the response could be hypersonic and devastating. Let's hope they won't do it. I hope I hope, I hope so, too. But, you know, hold your breath. <laughs> These people, as I said, have no reverse care. Justice is now says thanks. Thank you all for your great analysis and commentary. You are the news that matters. Zeshan, thank you for that super sticker. Big Wyman, thank you for that super sticker. Tahara Fazil, thank you for that super chat. Elza says if you don't feel wealthy under Bidenomics, you're Putin's agent. Same with Schultzonomics in Germany. Correct. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you've got the authority of Nancy Pelosi, which confirms that. If you're protesting about anything now, be it Palestine, if you're a trucker in Canada, of course you're a Putin agent. It goes without saying. As I said, Nancy has said it. and That must be so. Yep. Uh, Don F says, Valley for the best mod ever. Thank you, Don, for that. Uh, Resistance to Evil says, could you... Guys, please research Ukrainian birth records for the last two years to verify the number of legally named javelins and javelinas who will celebrate their second birthday this February. I think I think I will pass that one. I'm sure that there's someone else going to do that, but you know that that'd be sure an interesting thing that. to know. Yeah. yeah, probably find that online. Uh, Chrissy Hanarji says the bit of the pipe bomb plant, Jan fifth police photo, KH. Not make drama, she knew. Uh, Pelosi behind the collapse of banking system to deflect. 
only a few keystrokes away, Trump is getting to revel in the dossier once once his once he's in yeah. office. Yeah, I think I think this is all about, you know, the situation in the banking system, the fact that there are growing problems and that in the financial sector in the United States. People are talking a lot about this. The fact that I I, I read somewhere that um, the interest payments on U.S. debt are now running at a trillion dollars a year or something. I mean, astronomic amounts. And of course, you know, worries about, you know, what kind of things Trump might find out if he does become president. So, yes, we're in a very nervous situation in the United States. And that's a bad thing, by the way. It means that we're going to have a very, very tense election. But it's also a good thing because if they're nervous, it shows that they're, they've got reasons to be nervous, and we should hold on, hold on to that too. Jet Set Dot One, thank you for that super chat. Sleepy Crane says, will the West provoke by cracking down on the Russians in NATO countries? A border town like Narva in Estonia comes to mind, which is a Russian major city like the whole of Estonia was and was subject to a silent ethnic cleansing in the 90s. It's, I'm afraid it's very possible. And... Um, in the Baltic states, there's already a narrative being appearing that Putin is preparing to weaponize the Russians in the Baltic states and um, create, you know, protests amongst them, which is perhaps a sign that, you know, the Baltic governments are becoming ready to take some action against these uh, Russians in their midst as well. Um, very difficult to do, by the way, because... Um, you know, the, the Baltic states have very small populations. And if they start removing, I mean, a lot of the skilled workers in the Baltic states are Russian speakers. So, I mean, you know, it, it's going to undermine even further their own economies at a time when the Baltic states have already been suffering from major emigration issues. But, you know, that's the politics and the ideology, which it seems trumps everything in this situation. Soapy Ork says, question for the Duran and Robert Barnes, is there any real hope that a new Trump presidency can excise the malignant U.S. neocon Wolfitz doctrines is ending the U.S. position globally or will Bolton get a new job again? Uh, uh, Robert answered that question. This. Yeah, yeah. We answered this, yes. Uh, Sanjeva says, I can't even fathom how Biden administration fulfilled the worst predictions of leaving the world in flames, that even the Democrat... Diehards like Joy Reid are finding it difficult to defend. What a travesty of presidency. He surpassed my worst expectations. And that's saying a lot, by the way. Cool Roy says the people are with Trump this time. So, summer of 1970 says, in the honor of the First Amendment, thank you, Duran. Zachary says, what if Biden gets 80 plus million votes like in 2020? Wouldn't that make all of this irrelevant? We continue our journey into the abyss for four more years. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed and hope that this election is different. That's all I can say. Sparky says Chris Ray controls elections and justice in the state of Georgia. He's a big part of the state's old boy network. Joe Public says, when did any president follow the people's will? Well, uh, don't be don't be too dismissive. I mean, there have been times when presidents were very, um, you know, attuned 
with the views of the people. I mean, Washington, George Washington, I think Lincoln very much, not all people of the United States, but a very, very significant constituency of people in the northern states. Um, Teddy Roosevelt in some ways, Franklin Roosevelt definitely, I would say. Um, other presidents too, are people that uh, are, are less known um, today. And I would say JFK also. I mean, he caught a certain mood, as did LBJ in his own way. So, you know, don't, don't say that presidents in the past have been completely elite, you know, subject to elite capture. That is the situation today. But if Americans start feeling too cynical about their past, then, I mean, they will lose hope for their future. Remember what George Orwell, George Orwell's book, what they say is 1984. You know, he who controls the past controls the future. If you feel cynical about the past, you lose hope in the future. Uh, let's go over to, um, where are we here? Let's go over to Odyssey and the question from Breaking Bread. It's all Shakespeare's kitties. Okay. Thank you for that. And also from Odyssey. Up from deplorable Neanderthal. Neanderthal. It, it'll look pretty bad when a governor in a wheelchair beats the U.S. Army and Air Force when FJB tries to force his hand. Good times ahead. And from Breaking Bread, the perfect storm of all times. Hold on. Yeah. Very true. Uh, CIA. Very true. CIA torture camps says free Assange, free J6 political prisoners, free the Kutz family, free Imran Khan, free Amos's Miller's food. Completely agree. And the Amos Miller case that Robert was saying was, I have to say, it left me speechless. And that doesn't often happen to me, it must be said. And from Rumble, uh, Andres Berzin says, uh, please ask Robert, can Texas use the invasion as a reason to secede from the U.S., I believe. He uh, answered that question at great length, yeah. Yes, he did. And from um, uh, Marco Ramos, welcome to the Duran community. And from Tree Three Climber, Barnes for Attorney General. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite. Uh, from Alexander Podachev, uh, how far do the neocons have to push it before everyone else has enough? Well, that's a very good question. I hope this. I hope. I hope people will say enough this year. Actually, uh, Nino asks, "What's your opinion of Alina Haba? Do you think she's good for the Trump legal team?" Uh, I think Barnes, uh, Robert answered that Robert one. Answered yeah. That. yeah, and uh, I am not a nugget. Says you used. You used to question the 300 billion Russian asset number. Do you think the euros and the U.S. found that much in assets they want to seize? Well, I, I think we, we now have some clarity about this. It turns out that there was a substantial amount of money held in, was it Clearview, which is this um, funding. Uh, the, 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 it, it's, it's one of the two big um, agencies based in uh, Belgium, which is used 
for these very, very big international transactions. And the Russians have their own, by the way. And I am, I, I'm surprised that the Russian Central Bank was keeping money in clear view in the way that it did, actually. But that was what they got hold of. I suspect the reality is that the uh, US and the EU uh, thought that they were going to get an awful lot more uh, Russian money than they actually did. Sparky says, you make it sound as if living in pods and eating bugs is less than ideal. Joanna, thank you for that super sticker. Vincent says, will Alex and Alexander ever do a video together in person? Uh, we have. We have done, yeah. We have done many times. Uh, Nino NPC says, do you guys think the Collective West will start reverse gearing with Ukraine and Mideast policies as it gets more evident? Trump will take the White House in hopes of some form of damage control. I, my own impression at the moment is that, on the contrary, the, the prospect of Donald Trump, uh, the fear that Donald Trump is going to get elected, and the sense that the war is being lost, is causing them, if anything, to double down. I think that is their immediate, visceral response. I think that's the response of the neocons in Washington. And I, I think that it's also uh, the response of the... Uh, you know, the Ursulas and the beer box in Germany as well. So I, I don't think they're reversing at all. I don't think they know how to reverse. I think on the contrary, they're now looking around, trying to find some way to turn this thing round, however it's possible, before Donald Trump enters the White House. And if it all falls apart, find some way to blame it all on him. Soapy Ork says, 7.5 years as police officer, I was fired over the jab. Never will I regret refusing that nor refusing to force it on others. Honor over money. Good for you. Uh, Very brave man. Fragments of USSR says, Roberts, uh, says, Robert, serious question with Penny Pritzker occupied in Ukraine. Who will the Biden campaign trust with their funds for the election? It was her job since Obama, unless I'm mistaken. I think he answered that one, didn't he? I'm all in my vital. I'm not sure. I don't not think so. Sure. Maybe, not maybe, sure. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, anyway, I, Penny this Pritzker is... is in charge of the funds in Ukraine. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this is more. Yeah. I mean, the point about the funds in Ukraine is that you, but the person you want to be in charge of the funds in Ukraine is somebody who will allow the funds to move around exactly wherever uh, uh, they go. She, so, I mean, I don't know anything she's about in the right spot. Person, but I'm sure she's in the right spot <laughs> no, she, for that. Exactly. She's part of the Hyatt uh, Hotel family. Oh, well, there you go. That, that, and, yeah, that uh, just very, very powerful, I mean, I, very powerful yeah, person. Very, yeah. powerful. very wealthy, very powerful, yeah. But she's in the right spot, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, Alexander, um, no, we answered that. Let me see. Ah, Nino. Uh, info I have gained from Andre Martyanov, the entire NATO does not have the military capability nor technology to defeat Russia in a direct war. Even the majority of nukes Russia will intercept. Well, I, I'm not going to get into the technical issues, but I think what Martyanov was saying over many years has now to a great extent been vindicated if, from what you're reading every day in the mainstream media in Europe. They're all going around saying, you know, we aren't prepared for a war. <laughs> our, our militaries are unfit for purpose. We haven't enough men. We don't have enough machines. 
the machines we have aren't working properly and even our generals aren't perhaps fit for purpose anymore. So I, I don't think that we're going to get into a war with Russia. I think the Russians have no interest in starting a war with us or you know, advancing all the way to the Channel or the North Sea or anything of that kind. Why would they want to do that? Nobody has ever explained to me why the Russians would want to do that. But in terms of the military weakness of NATO, I mean, the war in Ukraine has exposed that in the most cruel way. Robert Brooks, thank you for that super chat. Joe Public says, Zionists need to be banned from politics worldwide. Your thoughts? Well, I think that would be a difficult thing to do. And um, banning is a strong word. I, I, I don't like bans. I think what we need to do is to expose people, uh, talk about their policies, re-establish democracy, re-establish freedom of speech, get a diversified media, break the hold of the oligarchs, do all of those kind of things. If that happens, then we won't need to ban anyone at all, because I'm confident in that case that we're able to hold proper and informed discussions, then the people will insist that the right decisions be made. Christian Del Mors says, are the elites worried about populist revolts? Yes. Uh, Robert answered that. Yes. Yellow Vescanadian truckers and European farmers. Yep. And one final one. Let me just make sure I've gotten all of the questions answered. Yes. Uh, Lisa says, if Trump wins the elections, Annalena Baerbach and team wouldn't act like wild, incompetent bullies towards other nations, but just incompetent. Germany wouldn't even manage a two-day war without the U.S. Completely correct. That's entirely true. That's why they're so terrified of Donald Trump winning the election. That's why every single European, big European newspaper is now carrying big stories about this. And, you know, in London, I was just passing, you know, a news agent and there's a Huge picture of a in one of the newspapers of a growl, you know growling looking Donald Trump. The photo has obviously been retouched to make him look really menacing, and underneath the words, you know, the coming of the dictator. I mean, terrible stuff, actually. Uh, from locals, Ignaki says, "Welcome, Barnes." Emil says, uh, "Thank you." USA Now says, "I'll say that RB won't." won't cause he likes others emotionally bulk mailed Biden equal retarded. Thank you for that. Uh, MW Mama says, hope this tip goes through. USA Now says, which method to give money is least for you guys? And USA Now says, uh, uh, Nikki Haley from the makers of Elf on the Shelf. It's a meme. You know, there's a, there's a puff piece every, for Nick. Yeah. There's a puff piece for Nikki Haley in The Guardian today. I'm surprised they still bother, actually. I can't imagine why. I mean, it seems to me this is several weeks too late. Yeah, agreed. All right, those are all the questions from the live stream with Robert Barnes. Thank you.